This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. See, have you noticed higher prices at the pump? Well, that's because the price of oil just hit a 13-month high. Global prices, or what they call Brent crude, are $63 a barrel, while U.S. oil is $60 a barrel. U.S. oil is referred to as WTI, or West Texas Intermediary. There's a number of reasons for why prices are going up. Investors believe a U.S. stimulus package could boost demand. There's tensions in the Middle East, and Saudi Arabia is cutting production by a million barrels a day. So how high could prices go? Well, the U.S. Energy Information Agency actually expects them to go down a bit. It estimates Brent oil to average $53 a barrel for the year, and WTI to average $50. Well, first it was Hyundai, now it's Nissan. According to a report from the Financial Times, Apple and the Japanese automaker had discussions about collaborating on the tech giant's electric autonomous car. However, Nissan says it is not in talks with Apple. The deal reportedly fell through over Nissan's reluctance to become a contract manufacturer for Apple. Earlier this month, Hyundai also backed out of a potential deal with Apple over the same concerns. It's clear that Apple doesn't want to build the vehicle on its own, but it likely won't be an automaker that will produce it. We think Apple will choose either Magna or Velmet in Finland. We also think Apple is trying to get other automakers interested as a bargaining chip to negotiate a better price. But if the Apple car ever does come to market, VW CEO Herbert Dice says he's not concerned about the competition from Apple. He says the auto industry is different from the tech sector and that Apple won't be able to make an immediate impact. Well, tell that to Tesla, who just keeps growing. It's going to build a manufacturing plant in India, according to a government document. No time frame was given, but it's no secret the company is interested in the country. Back in December, Elon Musk tweeted that Tesla will launch vehicles in India sometime this year. And last month, the company incorporated Tesla Motors India. Even though India has a huge population, car sales there are well behind other major markets. And its EV market is in even worse shape due to a lack of a charging infrastructure. But we don't think it will build a gigafactory. Instead, look for a CKD assembly plant to avoid import duties, much like Tesla did in the Netherlands. The world is changing at an ever-increasing pace. No matter what the mode of transportation, there is always the need for an efficient propulsion system. And that's exactly what Borg Warner has been doing since the earliest days of the automotive industry.
want to know what drives your testing. OTA, connected car, diagnostics, remote testing, Intrepid Control Systems is here to help you work from anywhere. Intrepid Control Systems, driven by your data. If you need any more evidence of the benefits of over-the-air updates, look no further than the problem Mercedes-Benz is facing. It announced it's recalling nearly 1.3 million vehicles in the U.S. over a software issue that could report the incorrect location of the vehicle when it's in an accident. This covers practically all of its passenger vehicles from model years 2016 to 2021. While some of the vehicles with the automaker's newest MBUX system will get an OTA update, most will have the software fix installed at the dealer. No doubt customers would prefer to have the car basically fix itself while they sleep with an OTA, rather than have to set up an appointment and take their vehicle to the dealer. Peugeot launched a new pickup truck in the Africa and Middle East region called the Land Trek. While it would likely be considered a mid-sized pickup in the U.S. market, it fits their definition of a one-ton pickup and comes in single, double, and chassis cab variants. Under the hood is the choice of a 1.9-liter diesel or a 2.4-liter turbo gas engine, both of which can be mated to a manual or the gas version can also be paired to an automatic. Despite being a pretty basic truck, it's actually quite interesting too. The Landtrek was co-developed with Chinese automaker Chang'an, which also sells its own version of the truck called the Kaicheng F70. And even though it was co-developed in China, in April of this year, Peugeot will start making the truck in Tunisia with a local partner. AutoLine Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, solutions for your journey. Intrepid Control Systems, over-the-air engineering, boost your game. Borg Warner, propulsion solutions that support a clean, energy-efficient world and by SAP Industry Cloud for Automotive. General Motors unveiled the redesign of the Chevrolet Bolt EV and tried to address almost all of the things that owners complained about. And it added a second, longer model called the Bolt EUV, or Electric Utility Vehicle. From a styling standpoint, the Bolt takes a major step forward. It now just has the vestiges of a grill like Ford did with the Mustang Mach-E. And as we've been saying for a couple of years now, electric cars with a traditional-looking grille are going to look outdated very quickly. And so we're glad Chevy avoided that. You can quickly tell the Bolt EV and EUV apart from two styling cues. On the EV, the projector beams and air intake below the daytime running lamps flow into the fenders. On the EUV, they don't do that. Also, the sail panel at the rear of the EV is the same as before, while the EUV has a more angular kickup. Even though these models look very similar, they don't share any external sheet metal. Inside, both electrics have noticeably better looking interiors, which was one of the biggest complaints from customers. The materials look richer, there's bright trim to accent items, such as the air vents, the instrument panel, and the console. And the seats feature French seams with contrast stitching. Mechanically speaking, there's nothing new under the vehicle. Both models have the same powertrain as before, 
with a 65 kilowatt hour battery pack. The EV continues to offer a 259 mile range, while the slightly heavier EUV has 250 miles of range. DC fast charging capability is now standard equipment, and Chevrolet says it will provide 100 miles of range with 30 minutes of charging. Now for the best news. Chevy cut the price of the Bolt EV by $5,000. It now has a base price of $32,000. The EUV comes in at $34,000. General Motors has run out of tax credits for EVs, but if the Biden administration adds more credits, which we think is very likely, these prices could come down by up to another $7,500. Chevy is also offering a completely loaded EUV launch edition version, including Super Cruise, for $43,500. It will offer Super Cruise as a separate option for other models, but did not say what it will cost. Sales of the Bolt EV were up 26% last year in the U.S., with 20,000 being sold. With this redesign, a lower price, and a second model, Chevy hopes to sell a lot more. It has nearly 1,700 dealers who are already qualified to sell electric cars. In total, Chevy has about 3,000 dealers around the country, and it expects more of them to sign up to sell electrics as it expands its EV lineup. Speaking of electric vehicles, we have Jim Taylor, the CEO of ELMS, or Electric Last Mile Delivery, coming on Autoline After Hours this week. Jim has a tremendous automotive background, including time at Hummer, Cadillac, Workhorse, and Karma. So join John and Gary to learn about one of the newest EV startups in the automotive industry. But that's a wrap for today. Thanks for watching.